Hello and welcome to the Talk Film Society podcast. I am your host, uh, Marcelo Pico, uh, editor-in-chief of Talk Film Society, uh, here yet again with another episode of the of the one and only, of the mothership uh, Talk Film Society podcast. For those keeping count, um, uh, forget episode numbers. I dropped that a few episodes ago. Uh, and this is just whenever I feel like it, okay? Now, uh, uh, you know, w- whenever something at this point important happens, uh, I, I want to I wanna jump on the mic and have one of these Talk From Society Prime podcasts. Uh, something important is happening. Uh, I'm not wasting anybody's time here. At least I hope not. Um, I'll let, Let's get into it, okay? Before I introduce my two great hosts, let me just say, uh, when you're hearing this, it's July 2022. Okay, if you're hearing this down the line, uh, this may still be important to you. Okay, but right now on the Patreon, on the Talk Film Society Patreon, uh, that's patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. If you go there, become a patron, you will have access to the new batch, new season, some would say, of the podcast, Dream a Little Deeper. That's right, folks. That's right. Nine episodes. Uh, they're not dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're not dead. Um, they are alive. It's been a while since they've had an episode. <laughs> we'll talk about it. But yes, um, on the Patreon, go there now. You'll have access to uh, nine episodes. And later on in July, uh, if you're patient, they'll roll out weekly. Uh, but again, I mean, you if you want all of them. Right at your fingertips, right away. Go to the Patreon, uh, and and yeah, that's that's my tip as editor in chief of this website. <laughs> Do that, folks. Uh, but let's introduce the hosts of Dream a Little Deeper. We have Tara and Alex. Hello, Hi. how are you? Hello. Hi. Oh, wow, it's been a while since uh, it has been the longest one month hiatus <laughs> in all of podcasting. Uh, so okay, Dream a Little Deeper. Um, oh, I, I, and, I, and I should say, uh, I mean, Tara's been uh, a guest on, uh, you were on the TFS 100 episode, Yep. talking about your top 25 of all time. You were also on uh, Have a Nice Apodcalypse with me and Marcus. I am. That episode's very good. I like very, that episode a whole bunch. It, it is actually one of the best episodes of podcasting I've done. Uh, I'll, I, I'll be very honest and, and say that Aww, to thank your you. face. Um, Alex... Uh, I haven't talked to in a while. Um, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, but the, the 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 three of us haven't been on the same episode since I looked at my notes before I uh, put, uh, hit record. November seventeenth, twenty twenty, is when the three of us <laughs> came together. And at that point, I think we were uh, promoting uh, Dream a Little Deeper. The f- yeah, the first yeah. batch. Yes. Of the first batch of episodes the, the, the very, when we first started releasing them. Yeah, and now and now like uh, the, the the memories are flooding back because I think in that episode, if you if uh, if y'all listeners go listen to that, I'm sure I'm gonna I sure I, I'm pretty sure I said what I'm gonna say next. Uh, one of you, please tell me, give me your elevator pitch of what Dream a Little Deeper is, in case people listening have no idea what's going on. What is Dream a Little Deeper? Who wants to take this one? I'll take it. Alex? All right, I did so, it last time, so... Oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Terry, you have a good memory. I, I, I completely forgot. I should have listened back to that episode, but Alex, it's your turn now. 
Okay, so Dream a Little Deeper in fancy terminology is a critical retrospective of the Walt Disney Animation Studios films. And what that basically means in normal person speak is that Tara and I are watching every single Disney Animated Studios feature-length film, so from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs to now Encanto, and we are looking at the history behind the movie, the company, film, animation at large, social movements at the time the movie came out, and then we're also talking about it, we're analyzing it, and where we have some blind spots, just because we are um, both in our mid-20s and white and currently living in Oklahoma, we talk to people who know more than we do and interview people. I think we're up to like 20 or 30 interviewees at yeah. this point and we still we did a we, lot of them for this next batch. Yeah, and we still have a lot of interviews that have not hit air yet. Like there, Even we have with some, this new batch. Yeah, we have some people who only wanted to talk about the Renaissance stuff. I'm like, well, I hope you're ready to redo all of this in three years. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so as of this recording, uh, there are 12 episodes out right now. Yes. This is, this is a, yes. uh, and I, I, uh, as editor-in-chief, I'm publishing the new batch um, here in the next few hours, like literally, uh, July 1st is the drop date. Uh, but I did listen back to, uh, you know, a, a lot of the Q and A that you guys are going to release, um, and I, I it was interesting to 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 hear you guys say, "Is it season two? It's kind of season two, but uh, but you know, it's it's just the, it, it, you know, I realized I should have listened to that earlier. It's like maybe maybe I shouldn't call this season two because I've been promoting it on on the Twitter. Season two. Oh, it's no, it's fine. <laughs> it's- so it's season two because I think there's been enough time that it can be season two. I'm just weird. And in my head, I'm like, it'll just, it'll, we'll resume. This will be like Q&A. And then when we hit 101 Dalmatians, which is the next like, you know, traditional episode, it'll be 13 in my head. That's how I have it like labeled and everything. So, but yeah, it's basically season two. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, yeah. Um, when, <laughs> when we were attempting to do episodes weekly, uh, Alex was dead set on season two being um, what comes after the Walt Disney Animation Studios movies. And oh, I w- forgot about that. <laughs> with uh, with how <laughs> with uh, the churn rate uh, and us realizing that for the amount of writing and editing that Alex has to do and the amount of writing I'm going to have to do uh, weekly for this show uh production wise is completely it's impossible we can't i was gonna say i don't know if like y'all have noticed listening to like episodes 8 through 12 of the last batch um but that was it was very stressful trying to get those out on time and i definitely was just throwing stuff together because i was like gotta make the deadline and with this i really wanted to take my time with it and just make sure i was as intentional as i can be also considering the fact that I work full-time not doing this. Yeah. So. Uh, exactly. Like, we were having this discussion off mic, which we're going to continue here on mic in a bit. But I just want to also clarify, um, there are, were actually 13, because, like, now scrolling through, I was like, oh, that's right. You oh, guys split. Yep, there are 13 because the package films. No wonder it cursed us. Because uh, we ended on 13. That's why it yeah. took so long. Well, there were thir- no, there are 13 files. There are 12 episodes because the package are, no, films okay. is a two-parter. Seven. The package films is a two-parter. It's 7.1 and 7.2. Right. 
Yeah, yeah so but it's, it's still 13, and that's there are, what yes, screwed us. There are 13 releases, but there are 12 episodes. Yeah, 13 yes. files, but 12 episodes. Um, so anybody listening, if you want to catch up, you have you have those thirteen uh, uh, files and twelve episodes to to you know to devour to catch up on before you listen to season two. So from Snow White and the Seven Dwarves all the way to uh, Sleeping Beauty. Yes. Um, yeah, and then the new batch begins with the Q and A, and then uh, jumps into One Her One Dalmatians uh, all the way through uh, the Fox and the Hound. So there you go. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, uh, the reason why I, I brought you guys to do this is, yes, I'm excited. Because like, I've gone on a record saying I think it is the best produced show uh, on the network. Because, like, I know. Uh, I, just listening through. Thanks. Listening through. It's And I think I did say this, uh, uh, I think, uh, the last time we all talked. But I think I did say that, like, uh, I, I, I've always envisioned to do uh, – I've envisioned a podcast series where – it is like all these interviews coming together in like a very like organic and smart way. <laughs> um, and Dream a Little Deeper is like what I would want to do if I had a lot more time and commitment. <laughs> and I, I understand why it took several months <laughs> over you a year. Just say a year. You yeah, could just say a year. year. It I was mean, a year. It was a year because I actually took two months off and then. So really, it took about a year from me starting to research again, then to us recording again, and then a, a major laptop issue right smack in the middle. <sighs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Again, oh. <laughs> like it was this whole, like when I tell you everything that went wrong, probably went wrong, like Walt Disney is probably like cursing us. Because yeah. he's like, I hate that they're doing this. Like, this is terrible. Fuck that These man. These episodes but will yeah, never see the light he's... of day. Yeah, he... yeah, it was like a but like, but yeah, it, like, and then like I think like you said, Marcella, when you listen to it and you kind of hear how everything is kind of shoved together, um, it'll make sense why the edit also then took like six months to do. Yeah. Because um, I also challenged myself a bit with this too to make it a little fancier. So. And um, it, it does show. I'm excited to see what people think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, you have one fan. That's me of this new batch because I'm hey. the only one who's listened to it. <laughs> I'm sure, but I'm sure. Um, <laughs> uh, have you have you uh, shown? Not shown. Have you nope. like no? So Absolutely nobody else not. has listened to nope. this batch. Wow. Okay. Nope. No. This is like this little is exciting. clips, maybe like little snippets. Like yeah, if there the... was an edit I was really proud of, I'd like go like if I, I'd be like, hey, listen to this, you know, and maybe like my roommate or my friend. I'd like have him listen to like a 10 second segment, but not like a whole episode. And I, I would tweet out chunks of the script that were, that just looked ridiculous. Um, (laughs) And individual sentences that are like barely comprehensible. Yes. (laughs) Until Alex reads them. Uh, My other favorite thing to do in that regard was to ask stupid questions to get stupid responses so I could tweet them. (laughs) That or, like, whenever I was... Because the way this works, in case this hasn't been made clear, is the history section is entirely scripted. The discussion is not. Um, And then anytime I'm, like, introducing a guest or something in the middle of the discussion, that's also scripted. Um, But what would happen is I can't pronounce words. And so I would read the same sentence, like, how many times, Tara? Like Easily three or four and still get it wrong. (laughs) Sometimes it takes, like, six takes. Like there are there are parts in 
in the old batch, definitely, and definitely more in this new batch where I'm just like, stop, I'm just going to read this. Okay, well... <clears throat> that or, like, Tara gets in the script and writes, like, a really dumb pronouncer for me because I literally need it, like, broken down into the barest syllables <laughs> so that I can get the word out. Alex, I feel your pain because <laughs> Tara and I did a podcast um, oh my God. about Lord of the Rings oh. <laughs> called oh, yeah, that, Going yeah. Helm's Deep. <laughs> Which was a struggle for me hosting. I don't know why I was the host of that show. <laughs> because, uh, because it was your idea. <laughs> was because it was my... your idea, Marcelo. Yeah, I would have I... taken hosting duties, but nobody offered. So you know, you know, hey, Tara, let's let, let's do it all again. <laughs> let's. Uh, no, it's uh, <laughs> that's never going to happen. By the way, <laughs> it, no, absolutely it, not. I, I I am proud of going Helm's Deep, but it was such. But we we cannot. We cannot do a recap episode no, of the Amazon show. We because, can't do it. I'll, for, I'll be too angry the entire time. Yeah, yeah, because um, for those who don't know what, what Going Home Steep was, um, it was a show that had how many people on it? Five people? <laughs> yeah, it was... Yeah, uh, five people. Tara, me, it was, it was Sam, five. Rocky, and, and LA. Um, LA. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a struggle, just getting all of us together What a bitch on to schedule, honestly. Uh, that took years off my life um and also just <laughs> the actual recording of it saying all these uh names and places of this of this tolkien mm. stuff um yeah. and tara constantly saying that's not how it's pronounced and what do you do that's you not, idiot well, Marcello, <laughs> that's not how you say Marcello, it at least those were like made up words that the author came up with for me it was just casual words that people say every day there was nothing like obscure about these words that i was trying to say i have oh. watched alex try and pronounce the word probably like three times <laughs> and fail three times it's not on mic this is just things she's done in real life yes i don't i cannot my mouth i just can't i can't do it <laughs> but i i feel you in that regard too because sometimes my brain just not, does not connect there's like i think there's a part of my brain that's supposed to like uh, uh make uh talking work uh well like it just shut off just there in that sentence. It just shut off. <laughs> that happens to me a lot. So I feel your pain. Um, now I I, I I was saying to you guys off mic, um, like yeah, the struggles of making a podcast, and we're getting into it. And uh, I did say offhandedly, it's like I have so many failed podcasts that I feel anybody struggle to make one work uh, to make to just release it even, and at the quality that that Dream a Little Deeper is at, I'm proud of you guys because it like it's it's amazing uh the, the parts i've listened to um and like uh speaking of failed podcasts like uh two years ago i think at this point maybe more i had um a series i called marcella makes a podcast where i just talked to various people uh, but yeah, yeah somebody remembers where like do, yeah, yeah <laughs> where uh, uh it, it ended up being a series that i enjoyed doing because like we just ended up talking like shop about podcasts and I asked like various people, it's like, well, how hard is it for you to make a podcast? So, um, like, I do want to dig dig more into it, you know. Now, now that I have you yeah. guys here, right? Yeah. So, so just why don't we just like go step by step? Like, what's the process of like, okay, next episode is one her one Dalmatians. Okay, what's the process like? The very the very start of it. Like, what what what's the first thing that happens? I am going to look like such a freeloader for this entire. <laughs> 
already so self-conscious. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is Alex's baby, and I'm just along for the ride, quite honestly. Tara, happy you're my hot assistant. That's what you are. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, like, that's how this works. No. Yeah. Um, well, and I think that's largely because um, before we even started anything... Um, Tara and I decided that I would take history up until the Eisner takeover, which is right after Fox and the Hound, and then Tara would take over from there, doing the history segment. And that's like a big chunk of this podcast, so that's why it sounds like I'm doing all the work, and that's just because I I was for this first bit. Um, but basically, um, and I, I'm still kind of refining my process, um... Because I just remember with the Snow White episode, I was just staring at my editing software for so long. Like, I don't even know how to begin to, like, splice this together. And so the format of the podcast and my workflow has developed with each episode, essentially. Um, But I guess the first thing that I do when we're deciding, okay, this is our next episode, here we go. Um, I have my script and my research already done. That is the first step. Um, And as y'all will see in the show notes, um, there were a lot of books and a lot of articles and a lot of documentaries that this girl watched. Um, I think, like, one episode had ten books that I referenced just for the history episode. I think that was Jungle Book. Um, So research is already done. I get with Tara and we decide, okay, this weekend, does it work to record? And typically what our recording schedule looks like is... Um, after I'm off work on Friday, we sit down, we get on a call, we record the history section. Um, and then that usually will take about an hour and then we'll get off the call. And then at some point, either that night or the next morning, we watch the movie and then Saturday afternoon, or I think sometimes it was Sunday, but mostly we stuck to Saturday. We hop on the call and we record a discussion anywhere from like 40 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes, just depending on how much we have to say. And um, I think, I think that number is going to tick up the later into the, um, into the, into the Disney canon we get, because yes. just the more modern stuff is going to have a lot more stuff to get through mm-hmm. and a lot easier material and paratext to reference with regards to uh, response and uh, people's opinions. Exactly. Um, So then we have, and then at this point, so we have all that done. Um, Also, all the interviews are done. That's also back stuff that we've been working on ahead of us just sitting down to record. Um, And that's a whole other process that I can get into later. Just like how the interviews go and finding the people and all that. Um, So then once I have all like the individual files that I need, um, the first thing I do is I go through history and discussion and I clean up the files. So... Um, that's mostly like listening and seeing if there's any weird background noise I need to take out. Um, in the history, it's a lot of me uh, taking out all the sentences I mess up speaking. And, um, there was a day, it was the day we recorded the Robin Hood (laughs) history. And it was like every sentence I would mess something up. So I'd say a sentence and then I'd go to the next sentence and I'd mess it up. So then I'd backtrack to that and then do that next sentence again. And I think like that was like a hour plus long file that ended up being like 20 minutes because there was just so much of me <laughs> like not being able to speak. Turns out I was sick. So like oh. there was a reason behind it. I slept like 12 hours after that. And I was like, oh my goodness, no wonder. Um, 
So uh, don't work when you're sick, y'all. Just rest. Yeah. That's my advice there. Alex um, says, take a nap. Yeah, Alex take says, a take a nap, please. So then after I go through and I clean up the... And then also Tara will send me their own file and I'll put that in and I'll, you know, line it up. And so once those two files are... I've listened to them, I've cleaned them up. Um, also with the discussion... Um, I'll, when I listen to it, I'll timestamp when we talk about specific topics. So um, this can be easier or hard, just depending on how uh, scatterbrained we are during our discussion, um, which is dependent on source material and how yeah. into it we were. The um, uh, the the Pinocchio episode is <laughs> was a notoriously difficult edit because I was in the middle of a manic state when we recorded that, so I'm bouncing like from topic to topic every like five minutes. It is a you miracle. You would like, be in the middle of a sentence for one topic and then you jump to another one. It was a, it is a miracle that that episode is listenable at all. <laughs> so. While I'm so, anyways, while I'm doing discussion, marking when I we talk about certain topics, um, and I just do that directly in the audio file. I work in audition, so I just hit the M mark and then I type in basically what it is. Or if Tara or I say something very key that I want to highlight, maybe I'll make sure I mark it. So that lives in the audio file. Then I create. So those two ha- like live in their own little audio files. Then I create a whole new workspace specifically for that episode and I drag in the history and then I drag in the discussion um and then I do our intro so like our intro is pre-recorded we recorded it like forever ago so I'll work on that and then I'll put the history after that and then I'll transition it to the discussion and then the next part is um knowing where I need to place in the interview guests so Tara did this for me (laughs) Um, as we were doing interviews and it helped a lot, but they went through all the interviews and, um, time stamped them. So anytime no. our guests talked about a specific show or a, a, you, sh- you should describe this because yeah. So generally, this. generally how the interviews went was Alex would run, like we, we would both be on the call, uh, with our, with our, with our guest. Um, and Alex would basically run the entire interview, and I was sitting there in the call just just typing, just taking notes in a Google Doc, uh, and just creating a rough outline of everything. Um, and then once that was done and recorded, Alex would like Alex would send me the compiled um, file because uh, we three we recorded each three part each part separately. Alex mm-hmm. stuck them together, send the file off to me. Uh, I open that in VLC, open the Google Doc, and then just add timestamps to each new point that I had made when it comes up in the interview. Yeah. Um, our interviews range anywhere from 30 minutes to three and a half hours. Oh, boy. Oh uh, yes. So I had a lot of, like, doing all of those is always, like, tedium. So I, I, I generally, like, have something in another monitor, and I'm just, like, listening and following along on my notes, and I would just boot doo as we went so for all like 20 some odd guests we have i've done that for every single one of their interviews uh which makes alex's life a whole lot easier when she's going through and splicing things in uh so she doesn't have to re-listen to every interview (laughs) multiple times to find everything it helps a lot so basically um while tara was time logging i would look at the notes like and this is while we were conducting interviews and i have like a master spreadsheet um, with each of the episodes, and I have a list of who mentioned even that movie in their interview as per Tara's notes. 
And so when we go to, let's say, 101 Dalmatians, I'll refer to the spreadsheet. It'll say, okay, we had uh, Morgan, Jenna, Sam, and uh, Abigail, I'm making these up, all talk hmm. about 101 Dalmatians. Um, I'm like, okay, that's cool. So then I'll reference the master time code sheet that Tara works on, and I'll go one at a time. So I'll open Morgan's file first, let's say. And I see, okay, Morgan talked about 101 Dalmatians from like 15 minutes to 30 minutes. So then I'll open up her um, workspace when we recorded her interview. So this is a whole other Audacity file at this point. Go to 15 minutes. And then I'll listen once through just so I can kind of get an idea of like what we were talking about. And then I go through again. And I do, it's more of like an industry term <laughs> that I've picked up. But I do what's called subclipping. Whereas mm. I make like time selections for like specific topics and then I'll save those specific time sections as mp3 files um, in my folder with all the other files like the history and the um, discussion for that episode and then I'll name it something like really long-winded and random so it'll be like Morgan Corella feminist icon <laughs> you know and save it that or then I'll be like all right uh, Morgan uh, loves silver era geography good save that you know so then i can go through and reference and be like okay these are the topics and this is the person and then once i do that for all my guests i look back at the discussion and i'm like okay so we talked about xerography from like here to here so i kind of listen to like the first bit and the last bit and figure out where best the um the interview the guests clips would go like would it be something that i want to use the guests interview to s interviews to set up what Tara and I talk about or is it like uh, I want them to like wrap up what we talk about like you know and it mostly is just kind of flow and what the topic is about and whatever I'm feeling that day really um, and then I do that and then I and then what I do is um, because it sounds weird if you just go from like Tara and I talking about you know Corella and whether or not she's a feminist icon and then just randomly hearing another voice talking about it that hasn't been introduced so then once like the interviews are about where they need to be i write up little like transitions we call them pickups um just so that the flow is a bit better record those put those in and then to finish it all off i go back to the beginning of the podcast listen to the history section and um pick out music for key moments to so it's not just because the reason I did I started doing that is because um, with this new batch, as I've mentioned, I did a lot of research and I didn't want people to just listen to my voice straight for like however long, 15 to 30 minutes, however long the history section is. So I thought this would be a fun way to break it up a little bit and um, make it a little more easy to listen to instead of just me droning on about things that people may or may not care about, which I'm assuming if you're listening to the show, you care about it. Um, <laughs> I care so, about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's good. So, um, yeah, that's my, that's my, and then I send it to Tara for a first listen. And then I respond with notes. And Ooh. then uh, just like, this is all good. Tighten up here, tighten up here, bring down the music levels, yada, yada, yada. Just like, mm -hmm. like any, any minor stuff like that. Um, just be like, or hey, major things. major things like, or hey, major things too. Yeah. Hey, change name here, here, here. Change. Yes. All of yes. These. Um, that was that was another reason why it took a little bit longer to get started. But uh -huh. we did. it, And yeah. Uh, and then 
while I, once Alex is done with that, I get uh, she puts the final version up in our Google Google Drive folder. I pull that down, uh, and then I write the episode description uh, and cheekily time timestamp or, or date the episode description when this episode was recorded. <laughs> <laughs> also, just to give people to you know make fun of us because we know this is ridiculous, but then also just to show people like no, this like. We, we really been, were recording from yeah. like August through like March. Like there, we were working we had, on this yeah. incrementally. Yeah, we did not have a ton of downtime. No. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm glad y'all went through this. Okay. Like first <laughs> off, because like I, you know, am an editor, and I also, it's not, it's okay. It's not a one to one, you know, <laughs> you know, with, with, with how I edit things, but. I understand the process. I understand that it's a production to get something like this, you know, going. Um, and I'm glad it's out there now. That because I I, 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 I got something out of this, and I hope people listening will appreciate that. Because <laughs> and if anyone has any tips for expediting the process, <laughs> please share them with me. Because let me tell you, it was a lot longer, and that was before I started adding music. So. <laughs> Happy, happy for any tips. But yeah, if anybody can help with expediting the process, and, and also uh, come to me first too. I, I, I need this info too to expedite the process. Because the, the thing with me even is like, I've sort of have. <laughs> I was yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I'll just say it. I sort of have given up on like uh, heavily editing the podcast episodes. I think one uh, my own personal podcast episodes. It's like one because like. I think at this point, having done this for X amount of years, like I I, I know how to fill time enough to like uh, have as little like editing as possible. Because uh, this, mm-hmm. this episode we're recording, I mean, I, I'm glad nothing has been. Uh, we're, we're, we're not cutting any of this out, right? And and and, 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 <laughs> and if we do, nobody will notice. Um, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 I take vigorous notes as I record too. That's something I've learned through the years. But mm-hmm. but uh, I, I do still kind of want to do like like something on this level that you guys are doing. But again, it. You guys have jobs. I have a job. We have our own lives, and to 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 do this on top of that, it is a struggle. But all that being said, I'm glad it's back. <laughs> the new batch. Um, uh, 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 before, because uh, I I do want to talk about some other things to to kind of get inside your brains, like to, to yeah, have, of course, for for the listeners to get a better sense of uh, who you guys are. Um, yeah. But before we move on to something else, like, was there anything you wanted to, to tease the people with, like, who are on the fence of, like, jumping into Dream a Little Deeper or who are anticipating the next batch? Ah, oh, geez. Ah, oh, geez. I don't. Hmm. 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 How about, how about this? Uh, when's, when, when's the next batch coming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tara. When is the uh, next batch? Oh, that's listen. right, because Tara's uh, uh, taking writing. the lead, right, with, uh, with yeah, the research. Yes. Writing. Listen, listen, I outline what, I give a rough outline of what I think my process is going to be uh, at the end of the Fox and the Hound episode. Um, I am way less precious about uh, actual production history than Alex. I care more about bigger Disney motions and moves that Eisner and Katzenberg start making uh, and how they kind of use animation as like a pawn in all of that. Um, so that's going to be more where my history 
Which is leans. where I was getting to. I want to I wanna emphasize a little bit. I mean, not as much as you, but I do mention it. Yes, I know you do, but okay. like it, like our interests are lie in different things. They do. You're like, how does this all happen? And I'm like, I like it, it, there are certain movie, there are certain movies where I'm like, the production of this is critical. Yes. The production of this is so fucking weird. Um, like, I'm very excited to get to like I unfortunately come out of the gate having to discuss the Black Cauldron, a notorious mess that drove many, many talented people away from Disney. Um. So that's going to be a fun thing to really dig into and really get into all that. But there are like certain movies where I'm like, how did this happen? And then there's others where I'm just like, I, I don't care. I, well, one, well, that bring, and that brings up a really interesting point about this next batch that people are going to listen to. Um, and something I emphasize a lot when I'm talking about the history. But this is kind of a dry period for Walt Disney Animation. Um like if you look at like what like Fox and the Hound comes out in eighty one, and or like early eighties, I can't remember the I think it's eighty one, and then um, one hundred one Dalmatians kicks off the sixties. So we're covering like twenty years of stuff, and there's only eight movies that come out in twenty years. Um, which is going to be completely different from what we see, especially once we hit the Renaissance in the 90s. And on top of that, there's not a lot of information out there about this time period. Like, and I found, like, what I could, and in almost everything I could find, it would be, like, a paragraph and a chapter. Not even mm. a full chapter in a book. You know what I mean? So, I think, like, the highlights that people can look forward to is literally me trying, like, any sort of, like, information you could possibly want about what is going on with Disney animation during this time, I probably have it. And if I don't, please tell me, because I actually think, I feel like, I think that was another reason why research took so long, because I constantly felt like I was missing something, because I was like, there has to be more out there than this. And there might not be, you know, I, I just don't know. Um, so I think, but on, so... You're going to get a, a lot of that, but also, like, I just got to say, our chemistry in this is, like, chef's kiss. We oh, build so the good. discussions. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> like, the discussions are all great. I would yes. also like to say uh, Alex is also um, lampshading the fact that she uh, got really into researching the wall of pornography that used to de uh, fill <laughs> Walt Disney Animation Studios. <laughs> so that's where most of this uh, fell through. Uh, this is not a joke. Walt Disney, the animation studios used to have a wall of pornography <laughs> in oh the building. Yes, um, that will come in uh, in, in an episode. I can't tell you which one, but it will be in an episode, it, and I will yeah, get I into it. Yeah, I couldn't tell you either. It's so funny. It's so stupid. There's I just a lot of like really stupid it. random factoids that I found, though. That's the thing. Like, it's just a string of random stupid factoids. Like, uh -huh. did you want to know about why Walt and Roy Disney absolutely hated each other up until the moment Walt died? Well, you'll find out you'll why find that out. was. <laughs> well, was Walt's brother a, I, was Walt's brother just as big a shithead as him? Yes, but was it in a smaller scale? Also, yes. And then, like, well, the guilt, and I, I am convinced that like Roy was just racked with guilt, knowing that like he was just 
upholding this grudge with Walt uh-huh. that that's why a lot of the 70s happened. Oh, God. That which makes, I'll get yeah, into. Yeah, like, absolutely. I, I, he was just absolutely wrecked with guilt. And so, like, there's a lot of decisions that were made in the 70s that you're just kind of like, okay. Um, and, you know, they just you just got to go with it. The 70s were crazy. And truly like set up eisner in a very uh-huh. in a very interesting way yeah um yeah the so, door the door is left wide open for him in katzenberg by the end of really fox and the is. hound like it it's really redi- is. like there and is a power why. vacuum to such a degree that like seven people are all trying to fill at once and then mm-hmm. eisner just walks in and says no this is my house now wow oh <sighs> See that's so. the yeah that's the stuff I I love like this like this this background because like even like mm-hmm. uh, those wild crazy stories uh, I I was uh, when I did the Spielberg podcast years ago with Matt Curione like I did my own Spielberg research and that was fun all in all in in and of itself because like I found out things like these weird little factoids or maybe even like things I didn't want to know it's like how involved was Spielberg with like the Twilight Zone incident very much involved oh my god um yeah. but yeah like yeah. finding that stuff out uh, and like listening to you know to, to, to you guys talk about it on on dream a little deeper i love that stuff <laughs> yeah so oh, it's yeah. so fun and yeah. then the way alex frames a lot of it is also very good alex's like kind of attempt at objectivity when presenting some of these uh is very nice but then the moments it falls apart are also is also very fun because like there was an like it's hard to say that there are main characters uh, through this, but also there, there are some are. there are some main characters. There are. This is like a political drama. It if really you think about is, it. and I really and, and to emphasize, like I really did try to stay as objective as I could, you know, while also yeah. like pointing out some moments where you're just kind of like mm, scratching your head and acknowledging yep. those are moments where you should scratch your head. Um, but that was a big thing. It was important to me to bring light to these moments that people should be aware of in my Uh opinion when they think about disney um but also just showing like this is the other narrative going around and acknowledging that narrative does exist um so and then letting people put it together themselves people are smart yeah people are smart and what what and what I was going to say is, like, the moments when you can tell Alex's opinions of a person are when, like, there's a there's a main character, like, a big figure in the animation space who, when he um, drives out of the story forever, uh, Alex just kind of just tosses him out the window. It just <laughs> it's like, we're done with this. We're oh, done with this man. That wasn't even, that wasn't even what I was intending. That's the thing, though. It's so funny. But it wasn't what I was intending. That's but it's so funny. It just stops and Alex just tosses him out the window. I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't my goal. Uh, it's now everyone's so going to think I want, I, oh, man. So now, now people have to listen for themselves. Um. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, tweet at us and tell us who you think it is. <laughs> um, it's Walt. Alex just completely tosses Walt out the window. It's like, he's dead. Goodbye. I re-recorded that obit section because I thought I was being completely heartless with it. And I was like, this is still a person. I can't do this. I have to. I have. I can't. That's my opinion, though. Like, y'all can think differently. Fair, fair, fair. I'm like, it's still a life. Like, I can't. 
I know. Be crass with it. God, our writing styles are going to be so different. I'm going <laughs> to roll in here like I'm talking about Dr. Phil and just be like, fuck all these people. Boom. Oh, gosh. I can't wait for the for the Terra phase of us. Oh, uh, it's going to be great. Dream a little deeper. Oh, it's going to be great. Um, we could talk about... I have such, I have such dis- distaste for all these people. Oh. Ugh. And, and, and for those who uh, have heard Tara on, like, uh, any other podcast, including Dream a Little Deeper, I mean, uh, buckle up. <laughs> um, yep. It, yeah. Again, I go I, I go back to that Southland Tales episode, like, Tara, uh, like, me and Marcus just, like, we, we wound you up and you just went <laughs> for, like, I, yep. <laughs> I think, like, a 20-minute stretch just talking about, like, oh, I don't even want to wind you up now. You know, folks, listening, listen to that, listen to that episode. Go it's listen good. to that. Go listen to yeah, the yeah. Southland Tales episode where I spent 20 minutes reading the Communist Manifesto. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, we'll talk about Dream a Little Deeper at the end of the show to plug it one more time. But for now, mm-hmm. I want to turn. I, I, uh, hey, we're 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 right smack in the middle of 2022. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I'm springing this on you, but this is on my mind. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, the state of cinema in 2022. <laughs> we're, 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 I know, Marcelo. And listen, and I bring this up because we don't I, watch movies. I know. I was just going to say that. I I was like. I wonder if they've seen any movies in 2022. <laughs> I have. Oh, okay. Have. Okay, okay. I you have, guys have yes. seen movies in 2022. Okay, but yeah, that's good. I have to pull up my letterbox account to like figure out what I have seen because I can't pull it up. Off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, let's see. Tara. Did we. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me turn to you first because Alex is is, is is on her letterbox. Yeah. Hi. T- Tara. Hello. Do you have a a, a a movie or two that springs to mind? I mean, we're halfway through the year. Uh, is there anything yeah, that you um, that you think is like, hey? That's that's yeah. a great cinema. Yeah. Um so I God, what have I seen this year? What have I gotten to go see? <laughs> I didn't get out uh I know there's one, but I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Alex, Fox do we Burgers. see that that is literally the that is the one. Okay. Thank that's you. That's the one. You also saw Okay. You saw that and then we went to go see House. Okay. That's I was, not a 2022. No, that um, is a 1977. I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. 77. Or 76. Yeah. Um, you also, you did see Everything Everywhere All at Once because you uh, texted yeah. me about it. I didn't yeah. see it with you, but I did go see that. Yeah. I've actually seen a lot of movies this year. I'm impressed. Uh, like, oh. I'm up to five. Wait. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go to Everything Everywhere All at Once and your thoughts, Tara. Because, like, for me, Everything Everywhere is my number one of the year. Uh, uh, yeah, with a bullet. I mean, it has to. I mean, it has to be right. Like yeah. that thing is such an entity onto itself. Um, I, I went like I had seen Swiss Army Man, and I like Swiss Army Man a whole bunch, but I did not, I did not expect that from Daniels at all. Um, it, it like I just heard that it was incredible and that I had to go see it, so I went and saw it and then proceeded to get kicked in the face uh, emotionally. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I just and just the way that they completely bounce, like the way they're able to bounce around between all these genres and make something that's so like so unique, but also so dedicated to various eras of like specifically hong kong uh cinema like the the the, like spoilers for everything everything everywhere all at once uh the section of the the movie where it's bouncing between like 
the the Wong Kar Wai style oh, yeah. uh, romantic drama, and then flicking from that to two rocks talking to each other on a cliff, a la like something like Rubber, um, which is not Hong Kong cinema, I know, but like in interspersing that with like martial arts stuff, it's just, I. It is it is the rare time that I just I am rendered speechless trying to talk about a thing because it just thinking about it is so overwhelming. Absolutely. And yeah. there's so much of it all the time that like that thing never gives you a moment to breathe really because the moment like the the well, point where you want like the open like Oh yeah. Immediately like I felt so tense watching the open because mm-hmm. there's so much happening and like you're literally in Evelyn's headspace where she's overwhelmed, right? Uh-huh. And Which, like, the bit it's... of relief you get after that, like, you're like, oh, okay, because it's over, but that doesn't mean the stakes are any lower and that doesn't mean that it's not moving at all. It just means that, like, the complete onslaught of sensory overload that you got uh-huh. at the beginning is uh-huh. gone. But right. there's other things oh. that keep the stakes up. Mm-hmm. Right, because, like, it, you might not be bombarded by everything everywhere all at once, but, it, like, all of it is on Evelyn's mind, so it's all yeah. on your mind. It's all there. You're dealing, yes. like, it is it is an impeccably named film. Mm-hmm. Like, I it, it really, like, it is. The mission statement is there from the word go. And just the fact that it's split into those three parts, uh, regardless of how long those parts end up being is really just a, it is it is a a triumph of of movie making quite frankly and i just i'm i'm really excited to see whatever daniels do next but i don't i don't think you top this and if they manage to top it it will be like the greatest like it, like it I, you know just, yeah, yeah i don't it's it's a special movie, uh, one that rarely comes around anymore. I mean, the the last time I think I felt this way about a movie, where just so many people are in love with it, and are and and like people I know who don't normally go to see, like uh, you know, movies at all, like go out to see a movie was like maybe Parasite is, is when it happened last for me. Um, yeah, but I think th- th- this has connected with people in a way that well. I hope my friend Anna doesn't mind me telling this, uh, but like uh, I went to go see it with her, and after we left the movie, uh, she was just like in tears, like uh, she like mm-hmm. kind of like inconsolable, uh, basically, and she was just that that floored, that affected by everything everywhere all at once. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen it three times in theaters. I, I might see it at least one more time before it leaves theaters, uh, even though yes, it's coming out like on Blu-ray, like in two weeks or something. It's it, it, it's it's that special. So yeah, it is the the closest I can think of is like I put it up there with something like Silence. It is significantly easier to watch than Silence. I'm not putting them like in in conversation in that way, but for for me, I don't know that I'll ever like. I might be able to revisit everything everywhere all at once like one time more in like that I can think of, but it's not something that I. I don't know I'll be able to go back to it repeatedly. I respect people that do, but like I find that movie to be like emotionally taxing oh, in yeah. such an uncanny way. Uh, again, difficult, differently emotionally taxing than something like Silence, which is just three hours of Scorsese beating you with a cross. <laughs> um, so I, I just... I have a massive amount of respect for that movie. I think it is a triumph... 
I don't know that I'll ever be able to bring myself to watch it again just because of the way the last half of that plays out and just absolutely dismantles the viewer emotionally. Um, Alex, uh, your your thoughts on everything everywhere all at once? And then then uh, what other movie you've seen? You mentioned Bob's Burgers, which I've also seen, which which I like. It, it was enjoyable. I, 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 I'm not like the biggest Bob's Burgers fan, but I enjoyed that movie too. We'll circle back around to that in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everything ever all at once, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I... This is... So, everyone at work kind of, like, pokes fun at me for this, but I have very few movies that are five stars for me. Um, and this is was easily... As soon as it was over, I'm like, this is one of them. Clearly. Like, yeah. easily one of them. I never have I felt so just, like, completely plugged into a movie in a very long time like when i was a kid yeah but i had like you know you're a kid so it's a bit different but like lately um just so invested in what was going on feeling for the characters um the performances are what really stuck out to me um and then just the creativity of it all like i don't have a cinema as much of a cinema background as you guys so the nuances of genre um that they're drawing on i didn't really pick up on personally um but just like yeah the 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 performances by the whole cast and just like the things they thought of to put in this like you know like just having scenes where two rocks are talking on a cliff and having a whole universe where everyone has hot dogs for hands and having like the everything bagel seasoning bagel represent like you know like the i i can't remember what it is it's been so long but like just these little things like that you're just like man like these are so funny oh the rakakuni that part like that every like i just died um i just was blown away that they made it like they they had these moments that were just so fun and creative and enjoyable and playful and yet it's such a power it, the film has such like a powerful story behind it too you know it's not just something that you can toss aside like the message it's trying to get across in the story it's telling um just the of family and the generational trauma and love and all these things um it's just beautiful, the whole thing. I that's all I have to say because I it's been a while since I've seen it, so it's not fresh on my mind. Um, and one you have to see in theaters. Like, oh yeah, I cannot imagine having the same experience just watching it like on my computer or on my TV at home. Oh yeah, yeah. It's one of those like yeah, I, even like watching it like uh, two weeks ago. Uh, Sunday at like 10 a.m. at an AMC, like it was still like half packed, and like it still got people reacting to it, almost like a like uh, almost like you know it just came out. Um, That's that's Mm -hmm. beautiful to see. I'm glad people have have gone out to see it, and uh, it's still playing in theaters here in Austin. Uh, It it doesn't look like it doesn't look like it's gonna stop anytime soon, uh, which is great. So. Yeah, everything ever all at once. And I, I, I should mention, like, this is the second time I've talked about it this year on a podcast, on the Talk From, Talk from Society podcast, because, like, me and Sarah Sorrentino talked about it uh, back when it was playing at South By. And uh, uh, to me, it just feels like a movie that, like, I'm going to end up talking about, 
like for the next few months. <laughs> like every guest that comes on this show, oh, yeah. I'm going to bring it up. It's like, hey, you've seen everything, everything ever all at once. Tell me. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything everywhere all at once. Uh, fantastic. Where can we go from here? Yeah. Bob's Burgers? <laughs> Bob? I haven't right. seen that. That's, all right. that, that's I'm gonna be entirely terrible. honest with you. I'm going to be entirely honest with you. Bob's Burgers, um, like, yes, everywhere, everything everywhere all at once is a better movie. Bob's Burgers is my favorite movie of the year. Oh. Rules. It's so good. Okay, okay, okay. You know what? That's fair. I mean, Tara, are you are you a big Bob's Burgers fan? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. See, see, that makes sense. Because like, I'm not... The biggest Bob's Burgers, fan, Bob's Burgers fan. I've seen a few episodes. I do like the show. I just never got really in depth, you know, in deep with it. Mm-hmm. But just, I, I will say this: that first musical number in Bob's Burgers, it's phenomenal. It's it great. got me. So good. It got me emotional. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow. I I, I, I kind of wish the entire movie was just at that level, but that opening scene, that opening number. That opening number woo. is incredible. It's yeah. so good. It's so strong. It so clearly lays out what everybody wants, who they who they are as people, just the dynamics they have, um, like in in the family, and like how people. How they they worry people perceive them like Louise especially with the the hat uh, and her ears, um, the the bit where the bit in that number where she's like singing about like needing to find herself and everyone around her is just dwarfing her, uh, it's phenomenal. It's so good. And like, there's an episode of the show where she's dealing with like bullies stole her ears and kind of dealing with that. But to like to the the movie does revisit a lot of um, points from the show uh like conceptions from the show but like puts a nice interesting spin on them like there's an episode uh fairly early on in the show's run where there's a sinkhole in in the road in front of the in front of the store um but that's caught but like that's caused by a giant mechanical shark going on a rampage and making it worse and busting through the through the street uh, and eventually eating through most of the store, <laughs> so they turn like the end of that episode into a jaw into a Jaws homage, where like they're trying to throw the grill into the mouth of this mechanical shark to get it to stop. Um, so like to come back to the sinkhole and uh, motif and put a nice little spin on it is fun. It's like the movie is basically a greatest hits of this show that's been running for like twelve years, uh-huh. uh, and it's a it's a really good, really satisfying pinnacle to that that like pushes the characters in interesting directions. Uh, manages to find still manages to find new stuff to do with them while maintaining the canon of the show, uh, and not like like because with cartoons and movies that, like that get big it's like it's a thing of like all right how do we do our own thing that don't doesn't affect the show like it feels like this it feels like this is like going to be an integral part of the show going forwards and like there's not like a canon quote-unquote for bob's burgers but it does keep mentally like coming back to stuff and like events do matter even if there's not a particular timeline um like they did a brony episode uh and bob almost gets like someone tattoo gets like forced into getting a tattoo and the tattoo starts uh, and it gets stopped halfway through and that tattoo remains on him for the rest of the show <laughs> um so they really they care about their continuity to a degree that um most cartoons like don't uh and it's really nice to see that the, the movie is still built around maintaining this continuity and acknowledging the things that have happened in the show up until that and it's not just a self-contained thing 
So that's that's it's just it's really nice to see uh, something like that at such a high budget, and then also just it be so good and so funny the entire way through. Uh, God, it's great. It's just so good. I, I I'm happy I talked to you about it because like I was like oh it's good but like yeah the 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 point you laid out makes me want to see it again I, I, yeah I, yeah and I think it's gonna it may already be on HBO Max or something it might be an HBO Max soon or something I don't know. Uh, or on Hulu yeah. yeah whatever it's it's a Disney movie it'll pop up on Hulu too um, okay uh, why don't we do one more movie Alex do you have another movie you want to talk I'm about like, before we wrap this up I'm going through. I could do, like, quick takes on a few. Yeah, sure. Yeah, just do some quick um, takes. I'll just do some quick takes. So, and these are just ones that are 2022 movies that I've seen. But Turning Red, I have never seen a movie that more perfectly encapsulates what it's like to go through um, puberty as a teenage girl. Um, nonstop. Uh, the Lost City. Resurgence of action rom-coms. Yes, please. Yeah. Love it. Um Doctor Strange 2, more like WandaVision 2, am I right? Um, not perfect, but love the vibes. Um, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Um, was it necessary? No. Did I enjoy myself? Not all the time, but am I glad I saw it? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, I watched the Love and Gelato movie on Netflix, and it was terrible. Those are my quick takes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so now, listeners, you're inside the mind of Tara and Alex. And now, and, and now oh God, no! Don't run away, please. <laughs> God, no! Don't be in here. No, you won't like this. And, no, get out of my head. And now no, you're ready to, to, to dive it's into. It's just a straight horror movie in my head. I don't <laughs> it's know a bad time up here. here. <laughs> I got there's, there's too much stuff up here. Like no, uh-uh. And now y'all so are ready. I don't want to do with. You're, y'all are ready to dive into Dream a Little Deeper. Uh, yeah, I will. Yes. I will also. I will also say this, like very, like we said, not a 2022 movie, but uh, it, uh, getting the chance to see House. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. In in on film. It, it, on film, phenomenal experience. Amazing. I yeah. I, I had the pleasure of seeing that uh, in a theater years ago, and oh boy, what what a movie! Uh, what a what a film! What a so good. It's it's another oh. it's another one of those movies that like I wish they played in theaters more often. Like make right. it like Rocky Horror Picture or something. Come on, let's let's, let's get it out there to, to folks because it it is. Oh, I think it would be a great cult midnight film. Like yeah. we saw uh-huh. our showing was like at what nine? It was yeah. Like we I was I was driving back from Oklahoma City, saw the listing, uh, uh, and turned to my turned to my fiance and went, "We're going to this," and she was like, "Absolutely." And I texted Alex, "I'm like, we're going to this," and Alex was like, "Absolutely." Oh, so beautiful. this came together in the span of like. Uh, Thirty minutes. Yes, <laughs> it was. It was. It was a great impulse decision. Oh, yes. oh my god! So there you go. So folks listening, uh, uh, that's uh, those are some of the films of twenty twenty two and House, all of which you can you can you can go see and, and enjoy, except for that one Alex didn't like. Um, don't, don't see it. Don't see that one. Don't see it. <laughs> don't, oh my! God. Don't watch Netflix originals. I'm just gonna go go ahead yeah, and say that no. they don't deserve your time. Avoid them. Um, it's a it's an adaptation of a book I like, and so it was that Elise and Elise, our friend, likes too. So we made a day of it, and we both were just so disappointed. Yeah, it's terrible. You Anyways, won't, you won't be disappointed by Dream a Little Deeper season two now on the Patreon. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you no, won't. You will not. Talk. And if you are, no, you're not. <laughs>
yeah, you're no, wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're here to tell you you're wrong. Talkfilmsociety.com. Nope, that's the website. Let me go back. Patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. Uh, nine episodes on there right now. Um, and go to talkfilmsociety.com slash dream a little deeper. We can uh, 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 see all the episodes available. Spotify, Apple, links are on there. Uh, trying to make it as easy as possible for 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 y'all to find the the show. Um, uh, I, I plugged the show, uh, but now it's it's officially plug time. Individually, uh, Alex, why don't we start with you? Plug anything you would like at this time. Please listen to Dream a Little Deeper. You can find us on <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> and I think Stitcher as well. Yeah, um, Stitcher, yeah. Please leave us a review. Please tell me how we're doing and validate me. Um, and um, I think that's all I have. Okay, beautiful. I I'm working on some, am I working on something else? Are you? Something Are you? <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I was thinking of something else that does not nothing to plug it's, it's a different project so that is all i have to plug fair enough tara the floor is yours uh uh you can follow the podcast at dream deeper pod on twitter you can find me on twitter at play underscore champion uh dream a little deeper is available on apple Podcasts, spotify <laughs> stitcher and the talk film society patreon patreon.com slash talk film society uh where on july 1st you can get the entire drop of, the, of our second season for only a dollar a month although yeah. we do appreciate you giving more money that would be great absolutely uh and then if you can't afford can't uh foot the the patreon that's fine we're releasing weekly in the feed starting july 6th uh not sure when this is coming out but those dates are hard and fast so yeah this is gonna be out tomorrow yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed. On hopefully. July first, fingers yeah, on July crossed. 1st. Yeah, tomorrow. this this episode. I love that Alex is July saying 1st. this. I love that <laughs> Alex is saying this authoritatively. Like Alex is Listen, the one doing it. Listen, I am I am all about deadlines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, my Alex, life is deadlines. Alex, our deadline is now. Our deadline <laughs> is now. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Thank you both, honestly, sincerely. Uh, I uh, I love you both. I'm glad you're part of the network. I'm glad. I'm, you know. Uh, I, I'm gl- I'm gonna be a little sentimental here, even though I've been sentimental for the last like sixty minutes. Um, Ew. <laughs> to 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 have people who want to be a part of Talk from Society who are as like bright and smart and fun to talk to as you guys, pleasure, Hi. pleasure, and to have a podcast as great as this on the network, pleasure too. Dream a little deeper, great. Um, that, okay, that's me being sentimental. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's the show. Thanks for listening, folks. And now for the catchphrase essay, essay at the end of all these episodes. Hey. Get Helms deep in them guts. Nope. Okay, motherfucker. No, it's, hey, <laughs> see you at the movies. No one ever say that. All right, bye. 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 <laughs>